You're listening to the Faith Roots Audio Podcast with Pastor Willie George. You can watch the full video version of this episode and join the conversation with your comments on the Faith Roots YouTube channel. Simply search Faith Roots on YouTube and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Now, here's Pastor Willie George with today's message. Hello, I'm Willie George. I want to welcome you to this edition of the Faith Roots Podcast. This week we're talking about praying with the Holy Spirit, not just this week, the whole month we are. So let's go ahead and get into our subject today. We're going to the text, Matthew 3, 11. John the Baptist said about Jesus and the coming New Testament church, I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance, but he who is coming after me is mightier than I whose sandals I am not worthy to carry, he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. So there's something special about this. It's a characteristic of this new age that John said would come. The church would would be an amazing thing because it would be empowered by the Holy Spirit. Now, the Apostle Paul is the one who really goes into detail and shares with us about the operation of the Holy Spirit. It's interesting. Uh, James doesn't do a lot of that, neither does Peter. Uh, John touches on it some, but not really like Paul. Paul is the technician of the group, and I'm so thankful. And you know what? You see the same thing today. You have certain speakers who are more general orators, and they have the ability to stir you up, but they don't get into a lot of the details. The Apostle Paul, on the other hand, is a technician. He explains things, goes into great detail. He gets very technical in the way he talks about spiritual things, and so thank God for that because we need that. Uh, All right. He taught that praying in an unknown tongue is praying in the Spirit. So when we use the term praying in the Spirit, what is that? It's praying in an unknown tongue. Let me read to you. Paul said in 1 Corinthians 14, 14, For if I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit prays, but my understanding is unfruitful. Now there's so much that he says there that uh, we don't want to run by. We want to focus on that for a minute. First of all, the person who speaks in tongues is not supposed to know what he's saying. Your 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 mind is not governing the prayer. There's a purpose for that. You and I restrict. We limit God. We there are times when God wants to speak to us things, and He wants to put those things, plant those things into our spirits. But they're things that we we don't even know. First Corinthians two: Eyes not seen, ears not heard, neither has entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for them that love Him. Meaning that there are big surprises for us. God brought things into my life. I had no idea were going to come to me. I had no idea that I was going to have a kids TV show. The idea for a kids TV show did not come with me sitting around with a group of guys kicking around. I was babysitting my oldest son, Whit, who was less than two years old. Deliva was at the church for a ladies' event. I, I put Whit to bed. I was praying in our bedroom, kneeling on the bed. And as I was praying with the help of the Holy Spirit, I saw myself on television talking to kids. I was a children's minister, but now I saw myself not just working in a church. I saw myself with a kids' TV program that reached all over America. And uh, this is fascinating. This is in 1978, and uh, 
Uh, there wasn't even a TV camera of any kind in our town. No TV cameras. We didn't have them. And uh, you had to drive 50 miles to a city that was big enough to have a TV camera. And God's telling me I'm going to have a TV camera or TV show that's going to touch kids all over America. Well, I didn't know that I was going to be coming to Tulsa, Oklahoma. I did not know that I was going to have a television studio. Didn't have any idea that we were going to travel from coast to coast and crisscross the country and be on five major satellite networks and over 115 different stations. I had no idea that I would do that. It was something that the Holy Spirit planted in me. And the first time that I prayed about it, I prayed about it in other tongues. And it was a seed that God birthed in me. Now, he that speaks in an unknown tongue speaks not unto men, but unto God, for no man understands him. That's 1 Corinthians 14, 2. For no man understands him, including himself. Howbeit, in the Spirit he speaks mysteries. Rothram's translation says he speaks sacred secrets. Another translation says divine secrets. God wants those secrets to get out. In other words, they don't really profit us as long as they stay secret forever. The whole idea is they come into us, they're planted in us, but then they're born. And it's just like a baby. When a baby's born, you begin to see his features. You know the baby's there. You know he's inside. But you don't know what he looks like. You don't know what his features are. And then when he's born, you begin to see more and more. And as he grows, you see more of his nature. That's the idea here. This is a spiritual birth. Now, for this reason, Paul tells us that we want to pray for the interpretation of tongues. First uh, Corinthians fourteen thirteen. Wherefore, let him that speaks in an unknown tongue pray that he may interpret. For if I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit prays, but my understanding is unfruitful. I can't tell you how many times that I was praying in other tongues. And as I was praying, suddenly, I didn't know the words I was praying, but I started getting ideas. And I had revelation of things that I was facing, and I saw how to solve a problem. You know, What I was actually getting was the interpretation of my tongues. Now, sometimes uh, tongues can be interpreted by us standing up saying, for thus says the Lord, and this is what the, the tongue means, and you can explain that. But there are times when, when it's not for a big audience, it's for you personally, and you're interpreting tongues in your own private prayer time, and God is showing you things that you're going to do, and he's giving you things uh, that you're going to do. I remember in... Uh, uh, 1984, January, I was praying about uh, this kid's DV show we were doing. We were under contract. We already shot 20-some-odd episodes. I had to go back and shoot 21 more in a city about eight 900 miles away from Tulsa. And it was an incredible workload for a week of work. I had to do 21 kids' TV shows in that time, and it was going to be brutal. And as I was uh, praying about that, I stopped and I just overwhelmed with the workload. And, and as I prayed in the Holy Spirit in other tongues, I heard the Holy Spirit say in my heart, if you ask me, I'll give you the television studio across the street from your ministry. There was a TV studio across the street from my ministry, but I never dreamed it could be mine. I did not know that the man who ran it was going to need to get out of the lease. I didn't know it. He didn't know it, but it was coming. 
And God was preparing me, and through a sequence of events, in four months' time, I moved into that television studio. And six months later, we filled it with all brand new equipment and had all of our own equipment to do this kid's TV show God called me to do. God wants us to discover these secrets. Now, sometimes we pray about them, and in, in the beginning, we don't know what they are. 1983, I think it was, I was flying to San Francisco, California on American Airlines on a, uh, from Dallas, and my family was already there. We we're going to take a, a week in California. We're going to go to Yosemite National Park, and so my wife and three children were already out there. But on the way, I had this burden. I, I knew I needed to pray. I didn't know what I was praying about. So very quietly, under my breath, I began to pray in the Spirit, in other tongues, on that plane. And so I prayed for maybe 90 minutes, maybe two hours, because it was a lengthy flight. I did not know what I was praying about, but I sensed there was something not so good. But I felt like that, okay, it's going to be okay, because the Holy Spirit didn't give me that burden just for the sake of giving me a burden. He gave me a burden so I could do something about it. Well, the next day, we were in Yosemite going into the park, and my five-year-old son ran across the road at a waterfall and was almost run over by a car. I heard a scream. It was my mother-in-law. I turned and looked at her, and then I looked down to see my five-year-old son in the middle of the road. When she screamed, he stopped, and there was a Volkswagen bear, I mean, bearing down on my son. There's no way he's going to escape getting hit. I mean, the license plate of this Volkswagen is zeroed in on my son. But at the last minute, the driver swerved and missed him. Oh, boy, my knees buckled, and I took him to the car and sat down. I had a talk with him about, you look both ways before you cross the street. And I'm going to the Lord, Lord, that was a close call. That was, I mean, he could have been killed. And then the Holy Spirit said to me, you prayed about this yesterday. Now, I'm so glad I didn't know what I prayed about the day before. Had the Holy Spirit said, tomorrow a car will almost kill your son. He's, he's going to come very near dying tomorrow. Had, <laughs> had I known that, we'd have stayed in that hotel the next two or three days. I'd have locked that boy up. It would have ruined our vacation. I'm glad I didn't know, but I found it as soon as it was over. And the Lord showed me how that I didn't suffer what we could have suffered. It was mitigated. So when the Holy Spirit gives you a burden to pray, it's not a pleasant sense or feeling. You have a sense of danger, something that's not good. But you can stop it or you can mitigate it. You can keep it from having its full effect. And that's what happened that day. So we don't always know exactly what we're praying. We're to pray for the interpretation. And sometimes we don't get the interpretation till we go through an experience that's usually fairly soon after the prayer time. And then you understand, aha, that's what this was about. Well, <clears throat> that's all the time that I have for today. But we'll pick up here tomorrow, so don't you dare miss it. I'll see you then. We hope this message has been a blessing to you. Ratings and reviews help us reach more people. So take a moment to leave a review on your podcast app and consider sharing an episode with a friend or family member that needs to be built up and encouraged in the Lord today. Thank you for listening.